Hello and welcome to Vida Talks, the podcast that will provide you with resources and tools to improve the quality of life for you and those around you. We are your host, Miriam Vasquez. And Alejandra Gaitan. Today we're going to talk with Pamela Saeta, owner of One District Coffee. In this episode, Pamela will walk you through her entrepreneur journey and provide you with tips to open up a business. Terry, loan specialist with El Paso Collaborative at Project Vida, will provide you with resources and information that Project Vida can help if you're looking to own a business. So be sure to listen all the way through for the details. Special thanks to our Best Buy Teen Tech Center, a program at Project Vida designed to empower youth to learn different elements of art and technology for allowing us to use the center to record this episode. For more information, visit pvida.net slash Best Buy Teen Tech Center. So welcome, Pamela. Um, Thank thank you. you so much for being here with us. And Thank you, Terry, also for being here with us. Why don't you um, start by telling us a little bit about your journey, about your business, and about being a business owner? Okay, well, first of all, I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity. Um, it's the first time I do this, so I'm sorry if I'm nervous. But, uh, <laughs> no, but worries. I, love, no worries. I, I really, I really love this idea and this project that you guys have um, coming up. Um, well, my name is Pamela Azaeta, Pamela Azaeta, and um, I'm the owner of District Coffee, which is located in downtown El Paso. Um, we've been there for three years already, three years and a half, so um, it's been nothing but um, love for coffee, passion for a close community in downtown, and um, a lot of support from, from the community, so... It's been it's been a great journey. Thank you, thank you, Pamela, for for giving us a little bit of that insight of how why you know um, you've been doing this. Could you further explain what made you want to become your own boss and you know make your love for coffee a business? Okay, um, yes, definitely. Um, before opening up district, I I was a teacher. I taught elementary bilingual. Um, for six years in the Isleta district, which I love this district. I grew up um, mm-hmm. an Isleta student. Um, so definitely I was in a comfortable uh, position, um, but I did see that I had this dream of creating something new. And <clears throat> obviously coffee, have coffee in it. I love coffee shops and everything that that they provide for um, customers, a place to study, a place to find a, you know, a drink where, well, obviously caffeine gives you that energy. Happiness. happiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a great, you know, start, start for your day. So I, I really wanted to provide that for our community. Um, I love El Paso. I think I've already said it. Um, but um, down, being downtown was um, something I really looked forward to when I thought of this project. Um, I was discouraged to do it for some time, but then I think I really listened to my gut, and I was like, it has to be downtown. If the, the idea I had in mind, um, I feel that people there would appreciate it and would... Um, and I had friends living downtown. I had friends working downtown. Mm-hmm. So we would talk about it, and 
um, they would motivate me a lot too. And yeah, I took it from there. Um, while teaching, I did uh, start to plan this. Mm-hmm. I um, went to Small Business Development Center mm-hmm. with Elizabeth Mariscal. Um, she was amazing. We met several days, um, several nights, and um, she would help me find the research of, you know, what's the coffee shop, what's the beverage shop. Um, um, she taught me to write my uh, business plan. Mm-hmm. And so then I, while teaching, I would stay up late, um, also study downtown. I would go to go to the coffee shops that were there. I would um, just walk around um, during the morning at night and see, um, you know, what's really study, think about how many customers would walk in and mm-hmm. really put numbers down, you know, how many sales would I get. Um, so that's where Elizabeth Mariscal really helped me. Um, I drafted the business plan. We would go through it. And then from there, she connected me with um, getting the startup money. Mm-hmm. So um, she reached out to First Light, mm-hmm. a federal credit union, with Cecilia Costa. Um, Cecilia Costa went also through my business plan and mm-hmm. she really believed in it um, and how, you know, it, it was the purpose of district was to impact the community downtown and provide something new. And um, so she liked that idea a lot too. Mm-hmm. She believed in me. And then from there, she also reached out to um, El, Paso El Paso Collaborative with Terry <coughs> Craig. Um, and they all believed in this project, and I think I was very blessed to have met them all. And um, and God directed me to mm-hmm. them, you know. And yes, we I they approved a startup loan for me, mm-hmm. and it was very specific. Like I said, I had to research I how much am I gonna um, need to buy the equipment for the build out mm-hmm. um, for the new inventory. So, um, yes, and I was still teaching. Mm-hmm. I, I found the location. I, I also, my landlord was amazing as well. He really believed in, in, in the concept and he would, um, unfortunately the, bis- the, the building was sold to someone else, but I would say he, he was also amazing to believe in me and, and he did accept my lease. Um, and yes, from there the build out started. It took about eight months mm-hmm. from from you know from demoing the place mm-hmm. what it, it used to be an office. So they threw down some walls, um, and yeah, from there it took about eight months. And you mentioned that uh, it was sold to someone else. The building, yes. but you're still in the same location. I'm still in the same location. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Um, and. Like I said, the building was sold, and it's just downtown is going through a lot of growth. Um, yeah. And yes. when I was re- researching downtown, I saw so much potential, and, mm-hmm. and so many. The downtown management group is also great to me, Joe and 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 Rudy. So they um, they really see the I see their passion for downtown and how they want it to grow, and um, so. The building was sold, and hopefully it, it 
they do something nice to it because it's been I, I'm the only tenant other than Hello. there's a tortas place next yes. to me and Excellent. then there's it's a great combo <laughs> and then an insurance company that unfortunately um, they moved over to the building next to us okay. um, but they're still they're very supportive as well um, to district um, but yes um, there's so much you know a loft hotel came up mm-hmm. a few months after I I opened um, La Palapa in front of me. Um, the housing authority came mm-hmm. in front of me. Then Stanton House Hotel opened mm-hmm. after okay. Rockstar Burger. So there's been a lot going on around mm-hmm. me since I opened. And um, like I said, I hope this building also grows to be something mm-hmm. new. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. It seems that there has been a lot of growth in the mm-hmm. amount of mm-hmm. time that you've been there. Yes. In the three three years that you've been there yes yes and there's still a lot I, I think it's something that's going to take years and years and and um the city leaders are are doing great you know and hopefully it continues to grow there's uh, amazing projects coming up well and it sounds like you know it it just takes one to start a mm-hmm. movement to, to start encouraging others to do the same and and to go through and put action to their vision, right? And so you being there and then you letting us and talking through like the expansion that downtown has experienced, right? And and you could say that, you know, being your own boss allows you to not just be your own boss, but be a model to others and, and let them know that it is okay. It might not be the easiest based on, you know, what you're telling us, you were working as a teacher and still, you know, making sure that that your passion uh, was coming a reality at the same time. And so I think that speaks testament to so much of your work. Yes, yes, definitely. I know it was a risk that I took. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I think I was blessed to have met the people that believed Mm -hmm. in me. And it just took, it was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, when, when I started, I was there from when we opened to where we, when Mm -hmm. we closed for like a year and, Um, Right now, I've created a great group of employees that um, it's just, they they also believe in the project, so I feel comfortable stepping out, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the other thing about being your own boss. Um, You're going to go through the hardships. The first year is going to be tough. You you can't give up. Mm -hmm. Um, There's obviously no income either during that first year. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't see the real profits till till later um but you gotta stick to to your to your goal you mm-hmm. know and um I did continue to see potential although it was hard um people were so happy and you know we have usual customers that come in daily and mm-hmm. um just seeing them it just every day and and um my customers interact my customers interacting with my employees and with myself mm-hmm. and creating that community um i think it was it's worth it that's mm-hmm. that that was the purpose of district then um although covid you know came mm-hmm. in um during my third year so obviously district was still very new and then covid came um all of the employees downtown went home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. Um, so downtown was a ghost town, like, for months mm-hmm. and months. But um, like I said, we have great support, and 
people working from home, they would still, you know, drive downtown and check in on us mm-hmm. and go buy a coffee. We were open, but we were open With literally. modified hours? Yes, modified hours, handing drinks through the through the window. Yeah. Um, we had some time where I guess most businesses, we would just do everything to, um, to go. Um, and then slowly we started to open our doors for people to come in and order and, and hang out. And then we started bring, um, being able to uh, bring out more chairs, more capacity mm-hmm. in there. And and yes, now we're full capacity. We, we still take a lot of um, safety measures. We still wear masks. We have our vinyl glass um, covering plexiglass yeah, 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 one yeah. of those <laughs> <laughs> um sanitation um, um stations around um social distancing so we still do all of that um because i believe this pandemic still has a lot mm-hmm. of time to go but um yes uh the hotels are getting booked you know they're busy yeah. those those are a huge part of our customers as well. So we we rely on our hotel guests, employees, students are also mm-hmm. back. Okay. So um, it's coming back. Yes. Um, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm so glad that things are picking up again and that we're having some movement downtown again mm-hmm. and in your business. Um, I guess I just want to circle back to the comment that you made about having a whole community mm-hmm. that supported you throughout this journey. And Terry here um, was part of that community, correct? The- yes, um, I remember when First Light first approached us. Approached us uh, Cecilia Costa says, I have this new business startup and I think it's, it's going to be a success but we need a little bit more financing. Mm-hmm. And so she had already gone through the process with them and then she had to go through that same process again with us. Mm-hmm. And so we said, okay, we, we can make this, we can make this work. So luckily she had already been to the small business administration at El Paso Community College where they prepared, they helped her to prepare her business plan, her cash flow mm-hmm. projections, everything that was needed. So her business plan was in place. Okay. And so we already had that. The bank shared that with mm-hmm. us also. And so we said, okay, we think we can, we can make this work. And so we helped her out that way. So it was Small Business Administration at El Paso Community College. Mm-hmm. It was First Light. It was us. And then she goes into the building, right? She gets this building. Mm-hmm. She knows the area that she wants to be in. And lo and behold, that building was historic. It was considered oh, a historic site. Okay. So there were certain things that she could do and certain things that she couldn't do. So she had to kind of revise her plans a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once she did that, there was some construction. I don't remember if you all remember the construction that was going on downtown. Yeah. So she had that obstacle mm-hmm. that wow. she had to overcome. And so she always says, well, that wasn't a big thing. But in my eyes, yes. I said, you're you're already paying off your loans. You're having yeah. you haven't yeah. opened up your business yet. <clears throat> but she she was she had this very positive attitude, mm-hmm. and I was going, oh, no, no, <laughs> you know? construction right in front of your business, like another thing to work through, right. a historical yes. building, you know. And so for me, all of these things are like, oh, they're obstacles. You're going to have mm-hmm. to overcome them, and she did. Mm-hmm. And once everything started going then COVID hit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But one of the good things, even though people weren't working there, mm-hmm. a lot of her customers, even though they were working from home, would still come yeah, and buy her so nice. coffee. 
Um, I know also Congresswoman Escobar's mm-hmm. office, mm-hmm. whenever they have any meetings or something like that, I know that they go and they purchase the large the, uh, pots of coffee mm-hmm. and stuff from her. El Paso so, Electric. El Paso also. Electric. Oh, does the, the, same. Um, the courthouse. The courthouse. So that's how they were helping her mm-hmm. uh, to stay in business, and that's how they continue to support her. So it's like I say, it's a community effort. Yes. It's everybody supporting her, the people that work downtown, the mm-hmm. businesses downtown, mm-hmm. the banks. So then COVID hits, right? Mm-hmm. So I give her a call, and I said, okay, you know, there's PPP loans available. Mm-hmm. She goes, First Light's already helping me with that. Mm-hmm. So First Light continued to help mm-hmm. her okay. to make sure that she would remain in business. And then we kept, you know, sending her like, hey, maybe this is available. Maybe this mm-hmm. is available. Grants, mm-hmm. especially grants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing that uh, Pamela was very concerned about is that she also hires UTEP students. Mm-hmm. She oh, hires okay. students to okay. work in, in her shop. And she was very concerned about her staff to make sure that they would be paid during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And through PPP, that's how she was able to keep them employed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. I think she started with a certain amount of employees, mm-hmm. and that has grown mm-hmm. uh, since that's then. Awesome. You know, and yes. uh, we're and, at, a, at about yeah. 10 to 11. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is that's awesome. great. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it, it takes a village, right? And, and you've started from, you know, your landowner. First light, the loan specialist, all these people, your families, your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like, you know, it's definitely building that community uh, of the people that you can lean on. Exactly. Because uh, your story, you know, with COVID, with uh, working, all those different things, it brings to light how it's not a linear uh, journey. It, you can go up and down, and COVID is one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so both of you, you know, you, you uh, Terry, talked about COVID being one of those issues, it being a historic building. Can you all talk about further, like, those challenges that you've had to overcome, both as a partner and, Pamela, as a business owner, right? Like, what are the things that uh, you've learned throughout this process through those obstacles that you all have had to endure? Well, I, I think that as, as one of the partners, mm-hmm. um, we're concerned because we want to make sure that she's a success. Mm-hmm. So even after we've already given her a loan, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't hurt to make a phone call every now and then. Uh-huh. How are you doing? What can we do for you? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Mm-hmm. Uh, or just to say, you know, hey, um, we're just here. Mm-hmm. We're here because I think that's that's yeah. very important, you know, and uh she never gives up. That's mm-hmm. the one thing. And, you know, like for me, she's she's very optimistic. Yeah. And sometimes I see myself as being pessimistic. I see black and white yeah. and she sees the light, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. And, and I and I really commend her for that because she went through a lot to mm-hmm. get this business started. Yeah. And but, you know, she figures things out mm-hmm. like I know, for example, her payroll. I called her one time and I said, how do you do your payroll? And she goes, oh, well, I hired this company and that's how I'm able to also mm-hmm. have the numbers for my PPP loans and, mm-hmm. and have all of this. And I was like, oh, I would have never thought of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I, I I guess I never studied studied business. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was education. Um, I, I graduated from UTEP. Um, so it, it was a lot of learning and I am still learning so much. Um but definitely it took a village mm-hmm. it's a, it you cannot do it on your own mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get the create the ideas and and put them on paper and from there you need help 
you know, mm-hmm. you, you need to reach out. Um, and Terry, Ceci, Elizabeth, they, they were great. Um, and definitely um, that continued support, mm-hmm. it, it, it's still there and it's still needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it seems that challenges and barriers are going to keep coming up mm-hmm. as you move in in this business, right? Wait. And you know, it was COVID, then maybe construction, then maybe in the future is, you know, now maybe it's the building that it's being owned by someone else. Yes. Um, and it's probably going to happen some other things in the future. So um, Terry mentioned that you're a very positive person, that mm-hmm. you see the light, that, you know, you have a very go-getter attitude. And so I guess I'm wondering, what is the thing that keeps you going despite of all of these challenges that you've experienced? Um, and the ones that you're probably going to continue experiencing as a business owner in the future? Um, I think I'm inspired to move forward mostly by the support that we get and how I see people believe um, in having a coffee shop, you know, close to them. Um, Also, I see other businesses downtown coming and, you know, that inspires me to keep going and, you know, reach out if anyone um, so we can work as a group Um, and also you know part of being your own boss you are able to create new concepts so I think um, I do plan to grow in the future hopefully open a second location um, so that it I'm driven to continue to grow and Mm -hmm. bring in new ideas and and hopefully yeah. come soon. <laughs> yeah. And aside from opening another business, she's also talked a little bit about being a distributor. Oh, awesome. Yes, yes, that's, and that's, that was part of my business plan, you know, yeah. getting, and, and I, you know, I wrote, you know, hopefully in the future, I'm not going to start um, there, there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, it's something that's going to come and it's, it, it falls into place. You just really, really have to work hard for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I may suggest adding a location on the east side. <laughs> Just <laughs> personal, personal reasons. Yeah. You know? Yes, no, yes. Um, east side is... I could say it's for a friend, but no, it's no, for me. It's for me. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. Um, for the east side community. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for our listeners, it's really important to highlight the fact that, you know, coming in, you were saying you were nervous and that you're more of behind the scenes type of person. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of individuals may identify with that, you know, mm-hmm. may identify being a little bit more shy and, mm-hmm. and being a little bit more reserved. But obviously, your personality, your characteristics, and your ability to move forward and be a go-getter didn't deter you from, you know, that 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 type of personality, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. Exactly. Uh, but I think what would be important to note is, like, could, would you be able to kind of explain to us what would be the steps for someone that would want to start up a business and has no experience business whatsoever? Because you've mentioned a few of the steps here and there, but I think putting it, um, and, I'm, and I'm putting it in your spot, doesn't have to be perfect, obviously. Uh, but if you could put it in, in a way that they could maybe follow through. Um, and and understand what your experience was, what needs to happen, right. um, I think that would be helpful. Yes, definitely. First of all, you need to really find um, your passion. What are you passionate for? What do you want to provide? How do you want to make a difference? Mm-hmm. So you really have to look at that 
and and find the needs that the community has or that the future brings. You know, you got to look ahead, not not just at the moment. So so find that passion. Um, really study, research, um, put put a lot of time and effort, and believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And and um, you know, listen to your gut. I know I I I did that. Mm-hmm. I did that a lot, and I really believed in. There was obstacles here and there, and and I I. I was very stubborn. <laughs> I was very stubborn. Persistent. I was yes. very persistent. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> so, um, and like I said, I think really researching and um, putting it on paper and going to the community, um, like Small Business Development Center mm-hmm. in El Paso Community College, they offer a lot of services for free. Okay. Um really reach out like like I said I had no education in business so I did um have to get all that help and and they offer classes that you can take at and they'll they'll show you how to you know do payroll and mm-hmm. inventory and all, all kinds of, of business things um that you need to know and just take it day by day like mm-hmm. I feel that if I think of all the negative, I, I would have already given up. I think I mm-hmm. literally take it day by day, and I'm learning as I go, mm-hmm. and what works, what doesn't work, mm-hmm. and um, try to stay away from what doesn't work, mm-hmm. and then just you know continue to 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 also your product. I think studying your product, like mm-hmm. me, coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, look for the new trends. What okay. what is what are people wanting? Listening to your customers mm-hmm. too. That's huge. Um, I think that some of the plans I had did get modified based on what my customers were asking okay. me for, and and that's something that I still need to modify even more. Okay. And that's why I want to grow because I want to be able to hit those spots that I'm missing right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you so much, Pamela. Um, I guess, you know, if you have um, any final message that you would like to share with our listeners so that they can, you know, walk away with like a small, um, you know, nugget of wisdom Mm -hmm. from your part, um, what would it be? What would you share with them in some small words besides obviously what you've already shared with <laughs> us that it's a very I think are very wonderful tips mm-hmm. for everyone um yes take take a risk and listen to your gut um it's gonna be hard mm-hmm. um but don't give up and it, it takes time mm-hmm. like you don't you can't expect it to be you know bright and you know growth right away you you gotta give it time. A business um, takes years mm-hmm. for it to launch. Patience. Yes. I think I think that's a lot wonderful. of patience. Yes. <laughs> commitment. I, I commitment. Think. A lot of commitment. Perseverance. Um, and you know the wanting to grow, mm-hmm. uh, to learn, to continue to learn all, all the time. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, uh, Pamela and Terry, for being here yes, with us. You're welcome. Today. Thank you.
Um, before we go, um, Pamela, where can our listeners find you? Uh, okay. What's your contact information? And if they want to know more about district or about yourself, about your business, where can they go? Okay, yes, definitely. Well, our coffee shop is in downtown. We're in the corner of Texas and Stanton at 222 Texas Avenue, Suite 5. Um, you can come in and taste some coffee and um, also give us your feedback. Please, mm -hmm. we love feedback. <laughs> um, and also, you know, if anyone would like to reach out to me personally, my email is Pamela at districtcoffee.co. Okay. So yes, I am open to any questions, any any help I can offer. Perfect. Thank any you. social media? Social media, yes. You can find us <laughs> at um, Instagram, mm -hmm. District Coffee Co. and Facebook. District yes. Coffee Co. as District well. District Coffee Co. Perfect. Yes. Thank you so much. Terry, um, any for yourself? Where can we find you? Uh, yes. Uh, you can find us here at Project Vida. Um, I know we just got a new phone number. So I'm not sure of the phone number, but you can contact me at t.craig at pvida.net. Okay. And just let me know um, if you're looking for a loan. And then I'll respond to you. And then we can set up a phone call and then uh, possibly meet if you feel comfortable meeting. And, and uh, I'll meet with you. Okay. So we, all, we work in the county of El Paso, Texas. So we also work uh, in the rural areas as mm -hmm. well, as well as uh, the city. Awesome. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you everyone for listening and for being here with us. Um, if you're looking for more information about the services Project Vida has to offer, check out our website, pvida.net, or on social media as Project Vida EP. Don't forget to follow us and stay tuned for our next episode. We'll see you later. Until next week. Thank you. <laughs>